think we are. I meant to tell you too. I broke my glasses last week. Oh no! If that's you like, haven't noticed, like yeah, <laughs> that's like it's like the the worst thing that could happen to a nerd. You know what I mean? Not not like being bullied, but like Wait, but like you calling me a nerd though? I mean, we're all nerds. All right. In our own way. I'll give you that. <laughs> In our own little special way, Marcel. We're we're all nerds. No, let me tell you how. So, I was cleaning them, and that's it. Oh. That's how all my glasses break. Every time I clean them, for like the last time, they break. Ironically, I had scheduled an eye doctor's appointment, um, like almost probably a month ago. Uh huh. And. It was on that Tuesday coming. So <laughs> so I get there. They're like, where your other glasses at? I broke them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, What's up, people? We back. We here. Hey, there. At the, what is, let's call it? The, 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 the kitchen island. The kitchen island. Yeah. I, I just like calling it the island. The island. You know. Diapers and haircuts island. Um, if you haven't noticed, uh, Lowe's is not here. We had some scheduling audibles we had to pull, and due to time constraints and jobs and stuff like that, like it just wouldn't work out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Los is at home, safe in his bed, resting pulling up the covers as he should be, and or pushing the covers down one. You know, and it is what it is. That people get hot, but we appreciate him because <laughs> he's a hard worker, and we miss him, and we're gonna go with it from there. Um. But yeah, so shout out to Big Los, and let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So, Marcel, uh, how was your week, man? You know what? My week, I've, I, I really feel like I'm riding a high right now. Okay. And it's, it's, it's funny because like I've been feeling really, really good, and it's like for no reason, damn near. I guess. Um. But it is a reason, and I figured it out the other day. So, I paid all of my bills off. Nice. My credit score is good. Nice. Very goddamn good. <laughs> so, I I don't know. It, it feels like I have money, and I've been able to actually save money and look at my wealth and yeah. all of that. So, it's really been putting me in a very good mood. Like, my wife asked me the other day. She was like, why are you so happy? I'm not in debt. I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but like, you I, know, I'm actually seeing my money, yeah, go to savings versus exactly you know, versus going to a bunch of bills. Yeah, yeah, and um, also, shit. Yesterday, uh, oh, the oldest is back down. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 been one of the things I've been waiting on. Getting one of the other kids there, other than Holden. Cause yeah. goddamn, that boy. I'm ready to ship his ass off to my gra- to my mama house or oh, something. Oh no, yeah, boy, that boy's terrible. Oh no. But um, but yeah, so he's back. Um, well, uh, he helped me wash uh the wife's car the other day, and it's it looks very very fucking good. That's why I drove it today because yeah. I washed it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I put gas in that motherfucker. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, other than that, man, everything's been fine. Baby Hugh is. Is oh my goodness, this boy had me in stitches the other day. I um took him to the playground, which I usually don't do. The one in my neighborhood, because I mean, let's take it for what it's worth. The shit's ran down. Yeah, and he 
at first he was scared to well not scared but a little nervous mm-hmm. as far as getting on the slide or whatever. Mm. Before we left that park, he was walking up the slide and sliding down the slide by himself. Oh my god! And then on top of that, um, he so there is like this back little climbing thing on the back of it, kind of like rock climbing a little bit. Okay. And I was trying to get him to do that, and he was actually doing it. But you know, I I had to help him of course because mm-hmm. I didn't want him to fall. But when he got to a certain part, I just I let him go up by himself, and he yeah. did it. And the shit, man, it's. It's amazing how fast kids grow mentally yeah. and physically. I mean, he's already strong. Like, the boy is strong as a fucking ox. If you've seen his legs, yeah. shits look like, uh, goddamn, I can't even explain it. Shit's so goddamn big. Yeah. But if I, if, I, if I was a little kid and I knew Holden, I'd probably be scared of his little ass. Of how strong he is. Like, oh no. <laughs> like scary strong. But go ahead, bro. Jeez. Um, hopefully Baby Hugh doesn't become a bully. Oh, I beat the hell out well, of You then, know what? You can't beat bullies. And then well, hopefully he's not a bully and then breaks somebody's glasses. Full full figure. You know That's what I mean? Funny. Like full circle. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see here. For my week, uh back to work as a well, back to like serving tables and all that stuff for like the past two weeks. Finally got my staff in. Um, our building where the restaurant is, it has shut down our street so we can extend our patio into the street. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pain in the dick. <laughs> really? Yeah, man, because. So it's not a good idea. It's a, it's a great idea. It, it definitely helps out the restaurants because like I had like a 18, 18 table patio. Okay. Like pre COVID. Okay. And then just for my patio on the sidewalk, I only could put seven tables out there. Mm-hmm. So once when they closed down the street, I took all my other patio tables, put them out there. Okay. And then um, we're waiting for the Montgomery County County Executive to give word of when uh, inside dining can, can start. Mm-hmm. Because Maryland Governor opened us up on Friday. Right. That just passed. And, well, yesterday. No, two days ago. Because I know they Sunday. said something about... 10 days before they go into phase yeah, two, right? Yeah. So, um, of course, Montgomery County, PG County, D.C., and Nor- Northern Virginia are all like a week or two behind. So, PG County is opening up on Monday. Mm-hmm. And the MoCo County Executive just, he's like, I'll tell you when I tell you. Now, yeah. He's I, been I get- thought that was a little strange. He's been getting some flack. He's been getting too. a fuck ton of flack because like yeah. when he finally did phase one he was like out in the public you know with a podium and like people out there protesting <laughs> but you know what and I, it's like i kind of understand what he's where he's standing at with that because i get it too they they were the first to really get hit hard you know so, like at one point you know i was saying that our governor was like very aggressive about this yeah this, that, and the third and then it's, he he's more a relaxed complete 180 about opening it all up I'm like yeah. all right hey to the masses so i think that's like a trickle down effect from federal yeah coming down to to the state level yeah um and the county exec is like, dude, you see all these spikes going going on around the, the, the United States. Like, I'm not about to do that for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'd rather y'all hate me now. And and, and then on top of that, the y'all protests. keep your lives. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the protest, the, the mm-hmm. like, protest is good, but the people that are coming out there, like, social distancing isn't a thing. This that, and the third. Yeah. So you know, we're seeing numbers rise again. Um. Yeah. But with that said, I have my inside 
inside of the restaurant already set up for uh, social distancing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I pulled all my excess tables that I won't be able to use on the inside, mm-hmm. threw them outside too. So Yeah, why not? Yeah, so, like, yeah. Wait uh, a minute. Do y'all have to take that shit back in or you just leave it out there? Um, Because if you got to well, take it back in, that's I, a bitch. We take it back in every Saturday night because we close Sunday, Monday. So Okay. So, but my next door um, restaurant, which is a Matchbox, I'm cool with the GM. I was like, look, man, if you want to use my patio, go ahead. Yeah, why not? Because we're not be. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good of you guys yeah, to do that too. You know, because um, like we're, we're we're all in this together. But it right now, I'm short staff. We're running a skeleton crew, and boy, I'm like, I'm cooking. I'm bartending, I'm serving, <laughs> I'm running food, I'm the bus boy. You doing every single thing, and I'm you being did, a manager on top of it. You did in two to get up to that point where you are now. Yeah, you know God what I mean. Damn. I'm like, holy God hell, damn boy, tired as shit. I don't want your job. Nah, I don't Fuck want your just, job. I mean, right, <laughs> right now in the instance of COVID, it sucks. And um, because another thing, people are just coming out, and like I said, like. People aren't really practicing social distancing in Montgomery County, stuff like yeah. that. So they don't understand that restaurants are not being, are not fully staffed yet. So it's like they come out in droves yeah. and waves yeah. and they're like, oh, service sucks, this, that, and the third. And I'm like. And it's not, yeah, it's. it's your server has ten ta- has a 10 table section right now. Yeah. <laughs> like they're yeah. doing the best that they can. But I you think know that's. What? I think, and, and you shouldn't have to do this, but I think. You guys should just write on a big ass board and say, "Hey, look, we are going to do the best damn service that we can, but you do have to understand we are limited." I think that people are naive to the fact that, like, oh, servers are coming back to their jobs because they want to. No, nigga, because um, the the unemployment they're making a thousand dollars a week, yeah. and you know, back when they were serving, they're probably making you know if eight hundred. You know, yeah. at the most, like, but if it's like a good, busy restaurant and like yeah. it's 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 rocking, that money doesn't come consistently every week, yeah. like how un- unemployment. Nah, is. it doesn't. It, it may doesn't. come per season. So if you had a sports ball, sports bar, football, if you're you know somewhere on the beach, summertime, and that's, and that's mainly tips alone. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So like you gotta you gotta be be able to see what your season is when it comes to serving tables. But it is what it is. So we're back. We're making it happen, and you know, one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's, dude, y'all go through a lot. Yeah. It's, y'all really go through a lot. I mean, I I got to take my hat off to all the servers that are serving right now just over the whole U.S. Yeah. during this and, COVID. And it's tough because, like, once when, you know, the your county executive or whomever says, all right, we're going to open up X, Y, and Z day, like, you're not prepared for it. No. Nah. You're not. No, nah, because because you don't you don't know what's coming. You know, and when it comes, it comes. Yeah, and like your back is against the wall, and as soon as they announce, like people are just listening to to the governor in Montgomery County. It's like, yeah. well, the governor said this. I'm like, yeah, but the county executive didn't say this and, neither. And, so we have to wait. And that's why I like being essential. At first, I didn't like being essential. Yeah, but you know, it's it's got its major perks. Yeah. Like it's always going to happen. Yeah. We're not running no skeleton crew and yeah. no shit like that. We're not laying nobody off. In fact, we're probably hiring more people. Yeah. You know, so. And um, <laughs> what's funny is that, you know, there's no contingency plan when you're on the patio. Oh. So if it rains, you can't come inside. <laughs> <laughs> and Do y'all had, have umbrellas? 
Yeah, but they, not, a, not they, all the tables. They block the shade, not the rain. You know what I'm saying? Like the material yeah. is so thin that the rain goes through it and still gets on your steak. You know what I mean? That's a, that better be a good ass steak. Hey, I've seen people sit out in the rain, thunderstorm, lightning, saying like, "We're just going to tough it out. We really want to be outside." Okay, well, guess what? You can't we're come not inside. coming out. Yeah, you, you can't come inside. And then two, <laughs> we're not coming outside neither because the patio is now closed. So, and I'm like, I, I'm taking down the umbrellas as well, too, because, you know, the wind gets up underneath and they fly away. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that's you know. a fucked up situation. Yeah, Have man. you ever seen one of those? Yeah. Ooh. It, it, it's happened. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I saw like a, a neighbor in patio, their umbrella tipped over and almost fell on, on a little white lady, <laughs> you know, but uh, but my folks on my patio, it was funny because they had a, they were sharing a bottle of wine and. <laughs> They were getting rainwater in their, in their wine. Oh, that must be some acid wine right hey, there. Man, that and then, you know, you know your little, um, your muscles, like your muscle pot, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, juice yeah. is actually growing because it's rainwater in it, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, there's nothing I can do. I can box it up for you. Well, well, I can say this. The weather, when it gets bad, it gets bad, but it's been so good. Mm-hmm. So... But uh, shit. Let's move forward, man. What we got? What we got? All right. So NASCAR. Yeah. Let's one, get into sports. One, one of and your favorites. Also, you know, dealing with, with with the movement and everything. And everybody knows I'm a big NASCAR guy. <clears throat> My guy, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace drives the 43 car in the Sprint Cup Series. He is the only full time African American driver. Bubba Wallace actually is mixed. He's half black, half white. But in the same aspect, for him to be a black NASCAR driver, it's a thing. Yeah, hell yeah. Bubba Wallace has gone through so much shit as a NASCAR driver, just dealing with social media because, like, the drivers are very active on Twitter and stuff like that. And he I gets, didn't know that. Yeah, shit gets flown his way all the time. Um, What's his Twitter? Just probably Bubba Wallace Racing or Bubba Wallace 43 or something like that. But um, but with, with Bubba... The, the significance of the car that he drives is actually the team is owned by Richard Petty. Right. I remember you telling me and that. And that was Rich Richard Petty's iconic number back in the day. So, like, back when Richard Petty was winning all his seven championships, just that in the third. I see the car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like, yo, this is dope. This is great. And he's not that great of a driver to the point you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i i really worry that with all this attention that he's getting and he's not producing like top 10 finishes and wins and stuff like that um maybe people are like oh he's overrated this that and the third yada yada woo woo but what he's doing to be a pioneer for the sport i'm 100 percent behind especially being a black man that's a fan um, he came out and he spoke on injustices and things that we need to do as a sport as far as NASCAR. Um, this previous race at Martinsville uh, last week, he changed his entire car paint scheme to uh, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Dude, we have to post this. We will. And we, then um, this, this is amazing. And then he, from there, like with, during the national anthem, he wore a I Can't Breathe shirt, Black Lives Matter. Um, he wore it during the race. Yeah, and then he didn't um like he didn't put his hand over his heart and all that stuff in. He got commended for it. You know what I mean? So um it's dope. And then ultimately the sport said that they're going to ban all Confederate flags 
at every race. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. once again, I'm all for it because yeah. once again, I'm a NASCAR fan. I go to the races. I'm there. I be in the shits with 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 the rednecks. Is and, the best and, way to say and it. And you don't really you don't really think about that. You know what I mean? Well, like bef- before, I, I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna be a little deaf tone, but before, um, the murder of George Floyd, mm. a lot of things you really didn't think about. Yeah, well, we'll see. Also, you know, the biggest thing with NASCAR is people think like <clears throat> black people like that sport ain't for us. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like bullshit. That shit is for us. That shit is fun. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, going to the race, it is, once again, it's kind of like you walking into the belly of the beast because you see some shit. You know what I mean? Um, You get looked at. People stare, you know, and it's like, hey, I'm here, too. I'm drinking beers just like you. You know what I mean? And then, like, it goes with it from there. But for the sport that was based off Southern Roots, um, it originated straight off of moonshine running and stuff like that. Um, Back in the day, the guys would get old stock cars, soup them up. And run, run moonshine. And then it was like, all right, well, let's see how fast my car really is against yours. So mm-hmm. they, they take them around the track and then boom, you got NASCAR. So it was based off Southern roots, definitely dealing with, you know, Confederacy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the flag used to always, always wave. Yeah. And then for NASCAR to ban it, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like society. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty big. Yeah. Society is really with this and trying to change it and also go with it from there. Which and, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, you know, like. I understand at one point the Confederate flag meant something different than what, what it means now. Mm-hmm. Them being like racist and all that stuff. So yeah. it's like, yeah, the flag is meant I would I wouldn't be upset seeing the flag in a museum. No, I, I wouldn't either. Because it's it's history. Also, a lot of these statues that they're uh taking down, I wouldn't be mad at seeing that those in a museum either. Um because it's history. It it for me, it shows us where we came from. Yeah. You know, well, you know. not where we came from per se, but, you know, where we're trying to go or yeah. where we're at now. These, like, this is so, what, some what, of these, what was happening. Some of these people that are like, that were pioneering figures in American history actually had a very dark past. Very. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they shouldn't be up, you know, freely in townships and stuff like that. But. You know, if you expose the good and the bad about the person in the mm-hmm. museum, I agree with you too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but getting back to to the Confederate flag, so everybody, so all your hardcore NASCAR fans, rednecks from back in the day, like you know that were like Mark Martin fans and Dell Dell Senior fans, yeah. they're pissed. They're like, this is bullshit. I don't like the direction that the, that that the sport yeah, is the going sport because is going. Yeah. remember, not too long ago, Kyle Larson was a driver of the forty two car. He dropped the M bomb yeah. on, on a e racing game. Yeah, and he got pretty much excused. He got his okay. Let's let's say excused. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then because I haven't I haven't heard anything else about no. it. Mm-mm. Yeah. And he right now he needs to stay away. <laughs> it, 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 it's the best thing right now. He needs to stay <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> yeah, and, you're right um, about that. And it's and then from there, you know, Black Lives Matter, and then NASCAR supporting their only black driver uh, in in the Cup Series, and to ban Confederate flags because you know it is what it is. And well, well, why don't why don't you try for NASCAR, man? So you have to start with NASCAR sanctioned tracks, and the closest one to here is in Delaware, I believe. I thought it was one in. It's so it's it's one in Maryland somewhere. There was. 
so I don't know if it's still sanctioned or not, because back in the day there was one adjacent to Bud's Creek. Right, right, and, right, right, right. Um, and then also it's very expensive to get into. But that's like I want to get in the, into uh, F1, but Jesus Christ. Because somebody uh, asked Dell Jr. like, if you if you have a son, do you want to be a NASCAR driver? He was like, hell no. <laughs> he was like, that shit is expensive. He was like, fuck no. <laughs> But um, I can see him saying that shit now, Joe. And then even with Junior, like Junior gave Bubba Wallace praise, he gave the sport praise and all a lot that of stuff. People and did. he was like, you know, a lot of people within yeah NASCAR he, did. He was like, I know who I am and what I am for the sport. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I know now, even though like my my racing days are done and in, in, in retirement, I need to speak up and be a beacon for the sport. I also support Bubba Wallace one hundred percent because he was like, I realize the things that that he go that he goes through. And, you know, for us as a sport, we need to transcend because it's time, you know, it's, and it's been past time. And well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. But um, it's dope. It is good. But then from there, there was a uh, truck driver. <laughs> um, He pretty much put out a tweet saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my man said at the end of the year. I'm done. Like I don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree with the way the the direction that that the that, that the sport is going. People should should be should should feel should feel free to fly any flag that they want, because there's a lot of flags that that's that's wait, flown at wait, the race. Like people wait. people fly fly the, the flag of of their their favorite driver, wait U.S. flag, wait whatever. You know let what me, I mean? Let me let me let me chime in. So how I heard about this, right? Cause you know when we had the discussion earlier, I mm-hmm. said I that was the first thing I was talking about. Yeah. Randy Davis comedy. Oh no. That's where I got it from. Oh no. I was in tears. Like <sighs> he put up the stats. Yeah. No. And he was saying like, yo, you really don't have anything, so it's like you're so, doing NASCAR favors. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. So like when the tweet came out, and I saw, I'm like. Who the fuck is this? Because, like, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know key names in the sport, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. in the levels, because, like, he drives a truck series, which is the, the third tier. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, so he owns his own team. So I'm like, okay, how many other drivers does he have? None. He only owns one truck, and he drives that truck. So I'm like, all right, he's hurting for money. But on the flip side, I'm like, all right, let me search his stats. And I'm like, he's just been racing. Like, and, and okay, yeah, you've just been running. You, yeah, you've just been running. But That's it. No, no top tens, barely a couple top fifteens, no wins whatsoever, none, none, and I'm like, yo, bye <laughs> bye, like, like, out there bullshit, you know, like if if it was a more prominent driver, yeah, and no prominent driver is going to do that shit because yeah. they got all their sponsorships, they, yeah. they ain't about to lose that money, that, but it's like if you was trying to gain a sponsorship, guess what, you just lost it. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. So um, <laughs> it was funny. Then what I also I saw was that NASCAR was like, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot who you were. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, so, I saw that shit so too. So for me, I'm like, yo, is NASCAR trolling or is or is this like like a like a fake page? No, no, but NASCAR yeah, was trolling. I was like, yo, NASCAR was trolling, Joe. NASCAR is with the shits, and this is why I love it. You know what I mean? Yo, so I'm now like, I, y'all are already knew I'm a big NASCAR guy, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm about the shit now. Like I'm I'm here for it. That's dude. I'm telling you, when when that shit started boiling up. I mm-hmm. was just like, wait a minute now. Because I, I had to start doing my research. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, 
So you're saying you don't like the direction that it's going in and all this, that, and the third. Motherfucker, who are you? Who are you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't even find you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck? So it is what it is. So, but oh, it is what a T.I. is. What a T.I. is. But, you know, shout out to NASCAR for doing the right thing. Um, also being a part of the cause and helping with, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to extinguish the Confederate flag. For it to be so open and freely, especially yeah. in in sporting events and stuff like that, yeah, you know, because that, that's the only sport where it's actually real. That's on a major level, you know what I mean. That's actually still running too yeah. right now. Um, but you know what? Um, I've been I've been kind of thinking about it's 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 a lot of of places right now. Let's say like let's take Amazon, right? If you log into Amazon, they have a big banner of Black Lives Matter. Okay. Um, Call of Duty did the same thing. Um, yeah. A lot of people have been tweeting that, so that's kind of old. But it's it's big, mm-hmm. which, of course, it should have. I'm going to say this, and I hope people don't take it the wrong way. I don't think you guys need to post this. I think that it should just be done and not, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this bend should have happened um, as far as. Because I. Excuse me. In a way, it feels like a Black Lives Matter takeover, which it's not a bad thing per se, but I do feel as though we should not have gotten to this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, they're doing it now to appease the masses, which is, again, not a bad thing. But then after it all dies down, where do we stand? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, let's take Amazon. <clears throat> I like Amazon. I don't like Amazon. I'm 50-50 with Amazon. Yeah. And I feel like they're putting that banner up there to, again, appease, uh, appease the masses. But what are they going to do after? Like, are they going to um, have some black owners inside of Amazon in different categories and things like that. Like, what are you going to do? Same thing with 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 uh Activision and Call of Duty. Like, are you gonna have some uh um black major black, characters? Yeah, or black like that. major yeah. characters or yeah. something like that. Like yeah. what can you do and what are you gonna do, if anything at all? Like, I understand that you say you're with the cause, which is which is what everybody is doing right now because, you know, they don't want people to fuck up their shit. I mean, yeah. that's to be honest. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I I feel I feel good about it. But then at the back of my mind, I'm like, what can you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't want to take anything from it. You know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad. I see it and I'm, a, I'm just going to run with it. I'm going to run with it and, you know, I'm going to monitor it. And, and and see where it's going. But as you know, a lot of these things, it's like time will tell. Yeah. It's, um, so I'm kind of partial with you on, on what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like it's out there, it's in your face, and I feel like it needs to stay there and like the Yeah, it should the, the shock value should. of it. But I do get what you're saying. Like there should there we need to start seeing action behind it. Yeah. Um I think because you're saying it, it's not really it's not true, but I think that you know companies, major companies realize that the black dollar is a huge percentage. It matters, you know what it I mean. Matters so a lot. they better they better show some type of support. Is I I take like mm-hmm. companies 
supporting Black Lives Matter is them coming up with contingency plans for COVID-19. Like, it's something that you that, have that, to do. Yeah, because after it lift, who are you going to shop with? Exactly. Like, prime example. So, since we did the last show, I have made a a Lowe's account. Okay. Come to find out, Lowe's is black-owned. Nice. Did not know that. Didn't know that neither. But it still worries me because Walmart is white-owned. Yeah. And who owns Lowe's? I guess, Walmart. I guess Walmart. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm kind of torn in between because I'm a Home Depot man. And the only reason <laughs> why I'm a Home Depot man, because Home Depot is right down the street from my house. Yeah. So me and my wife, we got to talking about it. And she was like, you know, we better not shop at Home Depot anymore. And I'm just like, fuck. So <laughs> I got a story for you. So, you know, I'm about to take this ride up to Delaware. And there's a Waffle House up there. And Oh, do you go? Well, me and Jasmine love fucking Waffle House. And she hit me up last night. She was like, well, since we're going to Delaware, can we, you know, hit Waffle House on the way back? Because I really want some cheese eggs. And I'm like, no. Mm. I'm like, no. And she was like, why? I'm like, because those are Trump's cheese eggs. And she got so mad. <laughs> those are Trump's cheese eggs, okay? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> God, I know she was pissed. Oh, she was. She was. She was like, I just want an all-star breakfast. I'm like, it's Trump's all-star breakfast. But you know what? So another, I don't know if they, I haven't haven't seen anything about it, but Cracker Barrel, do they support Trump? Because I I don't I don't think so, but they definitely, their major uh, clientele are Trump supporters. But they were, they I remember they were carrying like Duck Dynasty products in their little gift shop and all mm-hmm, that shit. Mm-hmm. And then like the eldest father said something racist and they kind of like reduce their products that, that, yeah, that they sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the last little thing I've heard about Cracker Bro, but I so, don't know. I saw, it was either a Twitter post or something on Instagram and it, it, it hit home because I love going to Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. right? It's it's one of my favorite pastimes. I, I like that way better than um than Waffle House, yeah. right? So I saw something and it said when you go into a Crocker Barrel, even before, you know, George Floyd and even before hell, I'ma take it back twenty years. Do you feel or did you feel rather uncomfortable going into a Cracker Barrel? Oh, all the time. And I'll I'll give you two instances. So one time we was coming up from South Carolina, mm-hmm. and and that's usually where it is. And, yeah, and Jasmine's daddy's hungry, and he was like, "I want some breakfast food." So Cracker Barrel was the closest thing. Mm-hmm. We walked in, and it was like the staff looked at us. And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, like this shit is real. That shit, it's it's crazy." And and like I said, it took that that post took me back in time, and mm-hmm. it took me back in time where I remember this like. Almost like it was yesterday. Mm. And they didn't say anything racist mm. to me and my cousin Irv and the rest of the family that was yeah. there. It, we had a big fucking family because yeah. we were going to Florida and and we were just sightseeing the uh the eastern coast. And it was like it was so surreal. The yeah. first time I really felt racism. Yeah. Not not seen it, 
but felt it because yeah. they didn't say anything, and I'm assuming they didn't say anything because they wanted to keep their jobs. Of course, but but you you, you felt it's in it. the room. You, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It's 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 in the air. It's mm, it mm. was strong, and I was just like, and at this age, I think I may have been. I was I was just before high school, so middle school into high school. So whatever age that was, I was. Um, it was just, it was the strangest thing. And like I said, the post kind of brought me back in time. And I got to thinking like, yo, do I still support Crocker Barrel? Yeah. Because I like to go in there on my birthday. Yeah. Because I don't get the chance to go there during the year or whatever. It's yeah. just like, it's one of those things, just like Autobahn, Autobahn racing out there in uh, Jessica. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I do once a year now because I got kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And it's like. Do I still support a lot of these companies? So yeah. let's take it back to let's take it back to Home Depot. Do I still support Home Depot? Well, obviously not anymore because my wife said no. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's almost like like a last resort thing. Like okay, if Lowe's doesn't have it, if you know, but then Ace Hardware gonna, store doesn't have it, it then I'm but like, but hold on, but is Ace Hardware with? Don't know. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, the, so it's these like are things that you have to sit in the car and search <laughs> before you walk inside. But you know, all in all, I just feel like I don't I don't want to keep taking my dollar away from things that I like. And it it may sound bad, it may sound selfish, but at the same time, I'm looking at it as as this and. I'm taking for I'm taking it for what it's worth. And I feel like if if we stop let's say we stop going to Home Depot, it has to be one hundred percent of black people. Yeah. To stop. Yeah. In order for it to really make a difference. So True. just me stopping going there is not gonna make a difference. You know, it, it, it has to start somewhere, yes, but just me stopping is not going to make a difference. But what I will tell you is I will invest in Home Depot stock. That's what I will do. I will invest in. I, I don't want to get bashed by this, but I will invest in the white man's stock because I feel like I'll come off a lot better. Just being honest. I know it's kind of deft tone. I know it's kind of bad. And Dan and man, don't shoot me down. You know who you are. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I don't disagree with you on that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, my views are a little bit different. I do think that if you don't support the company, um, you are a part of that percentage. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, yeah, there, there is a percentage that, that, won't, that will stop supporting. And that's I why. I feel like social media still needs to be real and raw with it yeah. and expose yeah. people because like it helps, you know, it, it, it definitely it helps, helps and, it, and it helped that number grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus the people who just don't know. And they're like, well, I just go to Home Depot just because I go to Home Depot. No, you know no, I mean? no. I go to Home Depot. In my case, I go to Home Depot because it's close. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and, and back in the day for me, I would go to Home Depot because they sponsored Tony Stewart and NASCAR. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh, but that that was way back when, and yeah, he yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. wasn't sponsored by him now ever since you know yeah. Trump's been in. But <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, but um, that's that's just one of those things, you know. And you have to look at it like that. Yeah, and and like I said, I mean, 
my wife said it, so I got to do it. <laughs> I hear you. It's plain you. and simple. You know I what I mean? <laughs> like, it's some stuff right now I really want from Home Depot, but I dare not go. <laughs> bet, you bet not go. Don't, uh, don't, don't give me a bag. Don't give me a bag. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, so, uh, right now, you don't have any debt, but I still got a little bit of debt. So, uh-huh. if you don't mind, can we pay some bills? Of course. All right, I appreciate Let's that. Pay some bills, my brother. All right. So, now that the bills are paid, the cars are clean. And my my car, so all right. My oh, car. Here we go. <laughs> my car hasn't been washed since the start of COVID. You've been working. And I, well, no, at a point in time I was unemployed. But <laughs> I forgot. I um you know, since the start of COVID, I was like I'm not driving it, I'm not taking it anywhere. It's just sitting in the garage. But there's bird shit on my hood and Last week, uh, we took our cars to, like, the drive-through uh, car wash, like, right down the street. It doesn't work as good. It worked. My rims my rims look better than what they did. <laughs> I'll say that. The bird shit is kind of now faded on the hood, but um, I had to go to BJ's to pick up some stuff for the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, my local car wash that I always go to, I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers are open. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> you know what? Funny story about, about bird shit. Let's talk about this bird shit, right? The the one that happened here? You remember that shit, right? So it wasn't it wasn't specifically bird shit. It was goose <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit it all down the door and onto the handle of so, my car. While so, we were while we were entertaining um Jasmine's daddy and, and her, uncle. And her uncle. So paint the picture so you know, we're we're out out on the patio. Um, we're grilling, drinking, smoking cigars, having fun. Everybody having fun, listening to music. Yeah. And you know, you know, it's it's a it's, it's a flock of geese, you know, uh, forming forming a V, about to you know travel south for a little bit. And we saw them, and they were flying directly over the house. And we, everybody looked up and tried to duck, and like, duck. oh hell, <laughs> we about to get shitted on. And we saw the shit come, like we saw the 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 trajectory point. We saw it and, and we heard it, and it was like oh hell, duck, right? <laughs> and then boom. We was like, oh, did, did anybody get shitted on? No. Well, damn, where'd it go? We looked down and poor Aaron's car. Marcel? Riddle. My name is Sorry, Marcel. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I felt really bad, so I, I, I just had to put that out there. I had but, to clean with a hose. But, like, his his car got riddled. Yeah, and I dude. mean, it was like a crime scene. <laughs> and one. The top, the back, yeah, the bottom. One legit hit and exploded. On his door handle. Dude. And, you know, Marcel has, like, that door handle where, like, you reach your hand in and pull yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. So, it's, like, all over it. And he was like, dude. And Jasmine's daddy made me go clean that immediately. Yeah. He was he like, said, he was like, you need you to go, go clean go, that. Yeah, you, you need, need to go, go get that. that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't I couldn't cook. I couldn't touch anything. No. Yeah. Until I cleaned that. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> the, the hose is out there. Just turn on the water and just do what you got to do. Yo. That was funny. The... That was probably the funniest time I've been over here. That, that was funny. That 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 is a memory. I will say that. Um, so side. So getting back on track. Yeah. Um. Wearing your mask, right? Because like you 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 are essential. You are out in, in the masses. How like, important you're delivering. is the mask to you? Is the question. In the restaurant industry, a lot of it is perception. You know. Go on. Meaning that you know. We have to appear 
to the general public that we are doing what we need to do. Okay. Um, and you know, it's pretty much rules and regulations and laws and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because we have to wear gloves and masks. Now, see that. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. And the gloves part. The mask just, part, I can somewhat deal with. And you know, while I'm sitting out here and on the patio, sun beaming on me, I can't hear you. Well, no, you can't hear me because my mouth is muffled. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Would you like fries or though? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit is that? You know, and that's so funny because that's, <laughs> you know, and then fucking working with your mask on. Then I'm wearing gloves, you know, and my hands are sweating. I'm carrying these plates, and then bartending. Trying to pour oh, beers yeah. with gloves on, trying to make cocktails, trying to make martinis that's with a, gloves on. That's definitely difficult. Sucks. It yeah. straight up sucks. But then in the process, like, and then from there, like, so say if you're taking dirty dishes to the back, to, to the dish pit, uh-huh. you know, you get some stuff on your hands. You know what I mean? Then you got to change your gloves, wash your hands, dry your hands very well because wet hands going into a glove sucks. Oh, God. You know. Oh, yeah. That's, sure that's that, a horrible Make sure experience. that they're dry. Airwave, all that but, stuff. But you know what? See, my, I don't, I don't want to say that people are going overboard with that. But I, I just, I feel like gloves are a hindrance, and you just need to completely wash your hands. I do feel like a part of me, like uh, as much as I hate it, I do say like, and I go into perception as well. But mm-hmm. I do feel. That is more so saving me versus me uh, saving the customer. Well, think because of it, I'm touching some, so I'm interacting with so many right, different right, people. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I get that part, but think of it this way, right? But if you if you do that, right, you know, wear the gloves, and people, we're, we're going to get to the mask conversation in a minute. But when you're wearing gloves, you know, I feel like you can wash your hands more so than you can actually wash what's on your face right you know what i mean right. and and i f- i feel like the gloves very good idea i'm not gonna take it from anybody because my dad just made me purchase what 200 gloves for him. Mm. <laughs> so i understand mm. but on on that note it's like i read something where it says the more you wash your hands the better now not trying to cut you off when go i ahead. do when i do go out like just like for grocery store and stuff like that of course i'm masked up but i i do wear gloves as well too but in the sake of like like i i'm used to doing that but mm-hmm. in the sake of me working having to do the extra stuff it's it's, gloves, a, it's a little tougher yeah you know yeah. Like, what the hell personally me i don't go to grocery store i order now yeah not because i have money but because it's a lot easier i got that's <laughs> a i got, got something funny for you wasn't sitting on my patio he was on, on another person's patio but i pointed him out Buddy had on gloves while drinking a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my dad. I'm like, that's kind of counterproductive, bro, because like you're putting your raw ass lip on the glass. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't get it, but it is what it is. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> but um, but let's let's. All right, so we had a debate in our our group discussion. And it was about wearing masks. Right. And so my thing is I will I, I do wear a mask, but I don't wear it all the time. And there's a few reasons for that. And I, don't get me wrong. The, the mask is 
pretty much always on my face. Mm-hmm. It's it's now a article of FedEx uh, uh, aware. Like, I guess it's a part of your uniform. Yeah, it's a part of my uniform yeah. right now. Yeah. Um. But so for me, of course, when I'm driving, I'm not wearing it. I take that back. I wear it, but for certain reasons, right? While I'm driving. So mm. let's say I'm driving on a highway, and I have usually I have my passenger door open mm. when i'm driving on the highway and i just don't want you know dirt uh dirt soot and stuff like that to hit my face mm. or to hit the part of my mouth where i'm breathing in yeah. so that's actually a winner for me yeah but if i am at a let's say an apartment building and i'm not talking about like a four-story i'm talking about like 23 floors you know Roslyn is huge in the skies so if I'm if I'm on your floor, chances are I'm not going to continuously keep my mask on um, when I'm walking towards your door. Now, if I'm on the elevator, then, yeah, more than likely I will pull up my mask or whatever and have it on. But when I get off, I'm taking it off. Is There is one major reason why. No, two. So. With it being hot, I sweat. Mm-hmm. And I breathe really, really heavy, right? Um, so, with that being said, the mask gets a little damp. And my biggest fear is not of catching COVID. My biggest fear is having a... Being suffocated by my own CO2 gas. Oh, yeah. I got you. You know what I mean? So, that's like... That's one of the reasons why I won't just completely have it on all day. Because once your mask, like we have a cloth mask, which is like your t-shirt or whatever. So once you have it on and you get to sweating and you get to talking and, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's wet right there within that nose, within that nose mouth cavity, right? And with fiber, with me knowing just a little bit about science, with that fiber being wet, it stands a it 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 pockets gas. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not it's not gonna pocket all of it, but it pockets majority of it. Even if it pockets fifty percent of it, that's a lot of CO two gas that can potentially come back into your lungs, into your body. And harm you mm-hmm. and that's my biggest issue with it now sometimes i just cover just my mouth and not my nose or whatever but a lot of times i have to take it all the way off because i need it to dry out yeah even if it's just slightly dried out i still needed to do it because again my biggest fear is either passing out in the hallway with a mask on and then if you pass out in the hallway with your mask on, there's no telling yeah. how bad it's going to get. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, yo, no, you need to keep it on, just that and the third. And I'm just like, you're not doing my job. Yeah. So once you do my job, then you explain to me how to do it a better way. So like when I um when we had the group discussion, I I chimed in on it. This was prior to me actually going back to work. Um, I was like, well, I get why you have to wear it because it's the perception of your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you are a representation of the company mm-hmm. and the company wants to show that you... you know, safety. If, yeah, safety and all yeah. that stuff. And I'm like, it sucks. But I'm like, but I'm like, you know, for you, I'm like, dude, unless you're inside of a building or around people, 
you know, and mm-hmm. you're, you're just outside in your truck, in your own space, you know. Oh, that shit comes Put off. Put that bitch underneath your chin, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that, that, that shit comes off without yeah. a doubt. And <laughs> um, it is what it is. Um, and then for me, like, um, now... I have to stop people because people try to walk into the restaurant to go use the restroom without a mask. Without a mask, and I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. we, we, I got the staff is trained. I'm like, someone comes in here without a mask, you, you escort them right out. Now, see, that's super understandable. Yeah, because I mean, what? Well, not even that. It is once again, it's rules and regulations in place by yeah, the government. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. we all have to abide by it, and yeah. that's my thing. But like, just because you walking up and down the street with no mask on, don't mean I'm letting you up in my restaurant because you ain't you ain't got got you ain't got no mask. Like I had a guy who was like, "Oh, can I use your restroom?" I'm like, "You got a mask?" He was like, "No, sorry." You, yeah, you gotta have a mask. You know or, what I mean? Or take your shirt. Put it over your face Do and something. keep it over your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I had people walking in, I'm like like they had masks, but mm-hmm. they they were drinking and you know, they just I'm like, hey, mask. You know what I mean? Mask yeah. on. That's yeah, that's that's a little different because, you know, they have it, they're a little drunk, so they yeah. don't really realize it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, there's like, oh oh so sorry, so sorry. You know, yeah. and we'll go with yeah. it from there. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I am quick to be like, yo, you got a mask. And and you know what I I'm a little different because I f- I feel like you know once I have my mask if you don't have your mask that's fine mm. you know what I mean because that's the purpose of me having one one to protect me and one to protect you now I'm not saying that you know um, COVID is not big or anything like that because COVID is a thing COVID is happening mm-hmm. COVID is right now mm-hmm. but understandably so I'm not always gonna wear my mask. When people think that I'm wearing it or think that I should be wearing it, because again, CO2 gas <laughs> is a real thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't want people to not wear their mask because of that, but I want people to, to realize, like, yo, your health and your life is very, very important. So, the last thing that you want to do is pass out with. Nobody being in sight, mm. and you know you can pretty much die from sucking in your own gas. Yeah, and I, I kind of, kind of just slightly blame the media. Just kinda, and the reason why I say that because they need to put they need to say warnings. Hey, look, we know that you're going to sweat. We know that. Your mask is going to get wet. Oh, certain masks, certain masks, not all masks, because some masks are very, very good. You can, they, you know, they Velcro and they're built a certain way. But your mask is going to get wet, and you need to take it off occasionally. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but a lot of people, they just they wear it while they're driving. They wear gloves while they're driving. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you're driving in your own personal vehicle. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not doing that. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not. It's I, my car. I do make the staff change their mask about every hour to every hour and a half. Just because of the fact that they've interacted with so many people. I'm not. You know what? I'm not even going to argue with that because mm-hmm. you're, number one, you're in the food industry. Yeah. So even if it was a glove situation where you make them change their glove Every twenty five minutes. Yeah. 
I completely understand. Now the gloves they they end up changing their on their own all the time because like yeah. I said, when you take you know dirty dishes back, well then damn you got to change them anyway because you don't got shit on your hand, you know. <laughs> yeah. Not not physical. Absolutely. Not not physical. <laughs> no no shit, no no. I got but, you. You know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, you know, with with the whole mask thing, my thing is people be careful. Wear your mask, of course, but just just be careful. And if you feel like you're getting number one lightheaded while wearing your mask, take that bitch off. Yeah, I don't I don't. And and, and I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. If you start getting lightheaded and you're in front of somebody, take that bitch off. I don't care. Yeah, because. Again, the last thing you want to do is pass out from your own CO2, from your own waste. Yeah. Let's just call it for what it is. That's your waste. And, you know, just be careful. I mean. So it's funny. Like one of my um, sister locations, uh, their head chef actually passed out on the line. Who? Um, but he is known to have, um, you know, prior health elements and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just hearing your conversation, I was like. Damn, I forgot. He probably was wearing a mask. And you know in, what? On, Hold on. On top of that hot-ass grill. Hate to cut you off, but also people that have asthma, yeah. they can't really wear masks like that. Yeah. And I, <laughs> talking to a coworker, she was explaining to me, like, yo, I can't, I will wear my mask, but I can't have it on all the time because it's hard for me to breathe already. Yeah. You know what I mean? But go ahead, my fault. No, no, no. That was it. Honestly, yeah. like you know, they they had to. He overheated. Um, they had to pull him into the um food food cooler mm-hmm. and um get 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 a little bit of cool down. Yeah, on get him to cool yeah. down, and then they got medical attention there and all that stuff. They had to take yeah. him to the hospital. Yeah. And and it man, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, it's kind of like when we had that conversation. Like I know you were all gun ho. Like yo, no, you need to wear your mask. Just yeah. that third, but. Hearing you actually really think about it, like, you know what? You kind of have a point. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that was my thing. Like, it, it wasn't to bash people that's wearing it or anything yeah. like that. It's it's the simple fact that it's so hard trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, you're not getting the right results yeah. when you do it. But then, like, for me, I still look at it like I also have my experience, like, from where I work at and what I see. Because people walk down the sidewalk, don't do social distancing, and then they don't have on a mask, and I'm like, yo, that's blatantly rude. You well, know what I mean? Or some people like they don't they don't have their mask on, but they have it in their hand. Mm-hmm. Every time they walk past somebody, they'll you know cover their mouth. Well, see, but you know what? In in that sense, I always look at it like this. Now, a lot of people right now, in my opinion, if they're walking together, they more than likely been around each other the whole time. Yeah. Um, so, oh, excuse me. God damn, that's the beer. God damn, that's the beer. Shit, it's still coming up. Um, it sounds like we need to get into the beer cigar of the week. Yeah, yeah we're we going to get in that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, if they've been around each other a lot, I can't say anything about them practicing social distancing. It's a good idea, but. If they've already been around each other, chances are if they were exposed or if they even if they have it, it's they have it. Mm-hmm. But as long as I have my mask on, then I feel a lot better. Mm. Um, but if you got anything else to say, wear your fucking mask. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> I was, oh excuse me. <laughs> Pre-stages of COVID. Oh, oh God. 
I'll I'll say this. Um, just be careful, people. Wear your mask, of course. Do the right thing, but also stand by your own health. And I'm not trying to say that anything matters more than your own health, but just be safe. You know, COT, C, mm, God COT. Damn it. That's the beer. Yeah. CO2 is a real thing. Yeah. All right. And let's go to, you know what? Are we going to do, oh shit, we got to play vibe. Yeah. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the beer and cigar of the week, we're going to play this vibe, man. The producer's drunk. <laughs> A little bit. Hey, everybody. We're about to get into this beer and cigar of the week again. But before we do, we want to talk about one of our very good sponsors, Vive. Have you ever heard it be said that drinking red wine is actually healthy for you? The powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory ingredient found in the skin of grapes is resveratrol. Instead of having to drink hundreds of bottles of wine just to get enough resveratrol in your system, they've concentrated into a nice, easy, alcohol-free capsule for you. Combined with 100% pure CBD, Vive has all the ingredients to help you live a lifestyle primed for health, wellness, and longevity. To purchase your bottle today, do me a favor. Go to TakeVive.com. That's T-A-K-E-V-Y-V.com. Once again, TakeVive.com. A big lows. Be the plug, dog. If you want 15% off your purchase, type in before you check out DNH Pod 15. That's DNH Pod 15 before you check out, and you'll get 15% off your next purchase. Takevibe.com. All right, all right. Um, so we. Well, first off, shout out to Carlos for being on the show. Because oh, oh, of the vibe ad, he's, he's on there. <laughs> Shout, shout out to Big Rose. I didn't know what to say. That's why I laughed. Always finding a way to be a part of the show. I love you, man. Um, so I'm just gonna say that we need to start off with this beer. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say that this beer is a sneaker. Well, let me say this first. Um, reason why I chose this beer is because um, when this episode gets released, hopefully our guest episode releases as well too. All right. Um, shout out to Drew, uh, down in Charlotte, North Carolina. Also, not the Drew that that you hear. No, the 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 other Drew, uh, JCSU Drew. Um, it, what is it called? Uh, Drew's World, right? Drew versus the world. Drew's Drew versus the world. Drew versus I'm, the I'm world. I'm sorry, podcast. Drew. I didn't mean to mess that up. I'm I'm two beers in, and <laughs> it's pretty good. We um we we actually me and Carlos did a guest show. Um, guest appearance on his show and it should be releasing out sometime soon um, so definitely check that out Drew versus the world podcast um, he is someone that me and Carlos went to college with so it was actually like kind of a cool reunion and all that and all, all that jazz but um, he pitched me saying like hey I really do like your beer and cigar of the week that you guys do over at uh, diapers and haircuts really mm-hmm. he was like he was like do you mind can I you know pitch us a beer and a cigar too and I was like yeah say less just let me know what it is, and I'll pick it up. So now, this, obviously, I wasn't there. Yeah, I'm so, sorry. So the cigar, um, I wasn't able to find because the tender box was, was actually sold out. But what I, cigar was it? It was the Drew Estate Miami. Oh shit! Okay, go ahead. But um, but the beer I was able to pick up, and this beer is actually a well-known beer. Um, we, what we have in front of us is the victory golden monkey, golden monkey, which is, I feel like we had this before we have it. 
We we haven't. Mm-mm. Really. I, I haven't brought it in front of y'all, but I'm glad that Drew actually pitched it, and then also I wanted to bring it bring it to you because me and Los were drinking it on his show, and mm-hmm. I didn't want you to be left out. So you know. No, it's all good. You got, it's all good. You I, got some monkeys. If, if if you don't mind, I'd like to definitely take one of these home to my wife. Okay. Um, with <laughs> with the the victory golden monkey, victory is out of Pennsylvania. Um, the golden monkey is actually their flagship. It is a Belgian style triple, and to give you a little bit more um, on what a Belgian style triple is, um, triple, right? Yeah, because I'm I'm having a hard time thinking about what that is so all right so in belgium you have um a belgian single a belgian double a belgian triple and a belgian quad right there's (laughs) just keep going so (laughs) god damn (laughs) um so triple actually stems from the part of the brewing process in which brewers use up to three times the amount of malt found in standard trappist table beer okay traditionally triples are bright and yellow and deep golden color a shade or two darker than the average pilsner. Um, the head should be dense and creamy. Expect complex aroma and flavor. Spicy fennels, powdery yeast, and fruity esters with a sweet finish. Sweetness comes from both the pale malts and the higher alcohol. Uh, bitterness is up there for a strong beer uh, with such a light body, but it can be hard to perceive in a well-balanced version. Um, the lighter body comes from the use of Belgian candy sugar. Usually up to 25% sucrose, which not only lightens the body, but also adds various alcoholic aromas and flavors. Small amounts of spices are sometimes added as well. Triples are notoriously alcoholic, yet the best examples hide uh, this quality quite deceivingly. Um, This really makes for sipping beers. So getting into the Golden Monkey. Um, it is 9.5% ABV, 25 IBUs. Um, their description is that the nose is loaded with Belgian yeast character um, of banana and clove with a equally fruity body balanced with a light earthy hop character. Savor notes of orange and spice follow with a dry finish. So, um, getting into it. And this is weird because like, you know, Victory is a very well-known brewery. They make some good IPAs and all that stuff. Have Have we had a Victory before? I feel like I've seen this name. You've seen this name. It's definitely on the shelf wherever you go. But no, no, I, I mean, actually I have mean, the, the Golden Monkey. I I haven't picked up. Okay. Um. But yeah. So get into it. Go ahead and get get give yourself a sip. I'm done sipping. Okay. Shit. So <laughs> w- um. First off, the hold on. Let me say that again. First off, I didn't smell it, right? Um, because we just started straight out the bottle. Um, I had to, I when you said when you were given the description, I had to grab me a cup because I was sniffing it and shit gonna sound kind of funny, but it was smelling like barbecue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but um, it it smells so good. Mm-hmm. It really does, and it's a. It's not hazy, of course. It's not a hazy IPA. Ah, uh, the. I can still see the carbonation, and the bubbles are still moving. I haven't even shook it. Um, first off, the banana smell is amazing. 
I feel like this is a this is a beer that you can throw back. Mm-hmm. But I threw back the first one, and mm-hmm. now I'm on the second one, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is a very, very, very strong beer. Yep. Um, I feel like my wife can drink this with no issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like she will love this. You know what? I'm gonna base this drink off of what I think my wife would like. And if my wife likes this beer, you're going to love this beer. <laughs> Real talk. Um, this beer has a amazing taste to me. Um, for it to for it to be a nine point five, you don't taste the alcohol at all. Um, it's very smooth. God damn. It's very smooth and clever. Mm. So what I mean by clever is is that like taking a sip right now, you taste everything that it says. Now I didn't know what clove tastes like until I tasted this beer. Also with the mix of banana, it's it's something about this beer. And mm. I'm don't knock me when I say this. I'm gonna give it a four point five and I'm not gonna give it a full five. Um, I'm gonna give it a four point five because I just don't want it to be a five yet. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> like it's it's really, really that good. And for it to be a number one light colored beer, for it to have everything right, for this 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 to me. This would be a unicorn beer. Hmm. For me. I got you. Um, the name actually says it all. Golden Monkey. Um, if you've ever seen anything with Golden Monkey as far as a movie or anything like that, it definitely hits that way. This is one of those beers where you can try to throw it back, but I would not recommend that at all. Mm. I would not recommend it because... It's a 9.5. It is a sneaker. Yeah. You do not taste the alcohol. I mean, seriously, you do not taste the alcohol, and that's kind of scary. And that's probably one reason why I'll give it a 4.5. So, um, what, what what food would you pair it with? <clears throat> you know what? Since I smell barbecue, some type of barbecue. Some type of barbecue. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, uh, what can you... what? What I want to say seafood, but I don't know. Like it, something about this. Just smelling it, not even inside of the bottle. I just smell like barbecue would be perfect for this. Now, banana barbecue. I know that doesn't mix, um, mentally, but drinking this beer, you may change your mind. You you would definitely change your mind. Um, definitely some kind of barbecue. I'm thinking barbecue chicken, uh, with a tad bit of just a hint of barbecue sauce. Mm. Um, but other than that, I I really can't see anything else with this. Huh. This is a very good beer. So for me, going into this beer, um, I am not a fan of Belgian triples. Mm. They're too sweet for me. And that's this is why I can't taste the alcohol. And that's you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, they are up there. They are high octane, 
Like this is very. <laughs> it's nine point five, so it's damn near ten. Um, I can stick this shit in my car. And when you look at the at the beer, it's very light. You would think that it's a pilsner, and then when you try it, that's why I like. That's why I really like the craftsmanship of Belgian well, beers. Well, it says the malt is pilsner. Pilsner, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, my thing is, is that. The flavor characteristics, you get a very deep, rich, um, yeasty profile and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you get that, it's very heavy, and then you get the sweetness on, on the back end. Um, the Belgians know how to brew, brew beer, I will say that. Hell um, yeah. Because you go to a Belgian double, it's a completely different flavor profile and light, darker in color, but, you know, lower in alcohol content. But to give this beer a rating, I will give it a 3.5. Mm. Um, it is a, like I said, it is one of the best American style Belgian triples that's out there on the market. Um, but like I said, they're just too sweet for me. I'm like, Ugh. but I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as food parents, of course, anything Belgian fare food wise. Um, definitely seeing mussels and stuff like that. Some type of seafood bake. Um, this would be a beer I would cook with, to be honest with you. Mm. Doing some type of boil or something like that. You know, something with coconut oil. I can see that. So, you know. if you take, let's say, if you take, bring it up again, chicken. Take chicken, put a little coconut oil on it. Take this, put a little, co- uh, put that on there. Oh man, that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be nice. Um, I'll also say doing um, beer can chicken as well. Oh, if, if, if you yeah. could get get this in a can, I, I would yeah. probably do that. Um, and then from there, I would probably do some cheeses, like like a charcuterie board or something like that. You know, like pepperoni, meats and cheeses. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You got some pepperoni? I do. And then go with it from there. <laughs> so, moving on, we have the cigar. The cigar that we have is um, the Room 101, The Dream. Um, it is a super, super rare but local cigar that, that just hit the market about four months ago. <clears throat> it's uh, a collaboration um, from a gentleman named Big Six, who is a part of a very, um, very prominent go-go band around here, and he goes, mm. he goes down, okay, okay, yeah, he goes down to the tender box all the time, um, and he's, I think he's a part of their house band, yeah, that, that, that the tender box has, yeah, and it's very good, yeah, um, and you know, he was like, all right, well, let me get into trying to make a cigar, so he made a two-part cigar series, um, it's called the the one is called the Dream. The other one's called The Nightmare. Um, what we have in front of us is The Dream. And we're going to go with that from there. Um, so The Dream, it has a Habano wrapper. It's a Carrillo binder and double Ligro Pennsylvania grown filler tobaccos. Uh, also with some filler from the Dominican Republic. Um, it's supposed to be, from what I've hear and seen, because like with the cigar being so rare and also being like low profile and all that stuff, um, it's not on so many sites but um asking you know the aficionados over at the tinderbox they were like this one's a little bit more milder it's a very easier smoke um definitely, definitely smells milder. they i asked them what beer would they pair it with and they said definitely something lighter um but with some sweetness to it you so know what? what's crazy is i did say before we even started the show that 
this cigar and this beer may go together. Exactly. And that that was just purely off smell. Yeah. So we'll go with it from there. Um, and I think it works. We will definitely have a picture up for you. And if anybody is interested into in the dream and the nightmare cigars, let me know. Um, I'll see what I can do about getting down to the to the tender box and getting some more and getting it shipped shipped out to you. You know what? That's a hell of an idea. So you've been doing beer trading, mm-hmm. and we do have a cigar app. Um. Now, do you do most of your beer trading from Untapped or? No, I do it from like uh, from Facebook groups and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So, do you think we should make a Facebook group for cigars where we do cigar trading? I mean, I'm that down be, for it. That would be dope, right? You know, especially like when it comes to things that you can get in excess in certain areas. Hell you know yeah, because I mean? I'm I'm pretty sure it's just like well, I don't want to say just like the beer industry. Yeah, but. I'm pretty sure that we have cigar, like we have our own Maryland cigar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which I'm pretty sure is not in too many other places other than the East Coast. Yeah, I think I think we need to probably look into that. I'm down that, for that, it. That'll be something amazing. I'm if, down for if it. If we can start, dude, pioneers. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so with that, this has been your beer and cigar of the week. We have uh, the dream from. Room 101 and in collaboration with Big Six that is only sold at the Tinderbox. Oh no. That's that's the wrong That's the wrong one. My bad. Jesus. I meant to label them. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, but wait. You got time to smoke one? No. No. Shit. Then then we got the Victory I Golden Monkey. The house. Then we got the Victory Golden Monkey, uh which is 9.5% 25 IBUs. Um, Belgian Triple L. So your beer and cigar of the week. Hee Also shout out to Drew. Shout out to Drew and the um Drew versus the World podcast because he really wanted me to pick up this beer and I I did it for him. I I want to say this right fast. So the the triple IPA, right? That's what that's what it is. Which one? No, I'm I'm no no, no I'm just saying just triple. Mm-hmm. So I've had a double. No, um, no, no, no. So this, this is this is its own style. It's not, it's not an IPA whatsoever. It, it's, it's a totally different style of beer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 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 I get you. Now I get you, because I was gonna say like I've never had a triple, mm-hmm. but if there was a triple, this will be it. And this is really good. So, like I said, so so Belgian style beers, you primarily have a single. Mm-hmm. A double, which is spelled D U B B E L. Okay. Then you have Belgian triple, and then you have Belgian quad. I'm afraid of quad already. Um, because if triple gives me this, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> quads are quads are quite gnarly. Um, and then you have some beers. You have Belgian strong golden and Belgian strong dark ales, and they all kind of fit in the. Um, umbrella of either belgian double quad as for the darks mm-hmm. or uh strong golden for either single or double that's a lot to learn and then you also have saisons which are a part of the the belgian family as well too and you know what the some of the beers that you gave me over the weekend which i still need to cash app you some money for um do like I'm learning 
so 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 much i thank you you're welcome yeah i i, I really do thank you because being able to sit down with your wife and she gets more giddy than you mm-hmm. over a beer did she like the sours that, that i gave you no i figured as much she didn't no but it's okay because the rest of the beers that we had were pretty much on point nice like like i said you know earlier the milk stout that um what was the name well you know what off the top of my head i don't know let's not talk about that because yeah. that may be a beer of the beer of the week yeah um but anyway you know she she likes them and it's it's good because she's usually a wine and liquor person yeah. so being able to connect on that point you know I guess I don't want to say makes us a stronger couple, but it does help. You both get into an avenue that you both are, you know, learning together, which exactly. is beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful, exactly. Um, one thing I will say is I feel myself drifting. <laughs> Do you want some water? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not, not right now. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn. No, I feel myself drifting towards drinking beer versus, oh okay versus gotcha. soda yeah versus Which, soda like well hold on what yeah i mean and, that's and you know how i feel about my soda but sodas are unhealthy they're unhealthy but they're i mean so is beer but no i think if you drink beer in moderation then you're fine true but i, I get where you're and, going and, with this and but. you can't say the same thing about sodas anytime you drink a soda you have to drink the equivalent and more of water mm. in order to you know help out your you know boost your health i got you um but yeah dude this 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 whole beer thing i'm loving it yeah yeah real talk um again this is the victory gold monkey i know we're beyond that right now but it's this is good awesome marcel is a little toasty a lot of toasty. A little, a little toasty. <laughs> nice. And it's, what time is it? 8.37 in the a.m. God damn. I got to go home and cook breakfast. Yep. Well, don't burn the cheese eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Don't burn cheese eggs last month. You know. <laughs> Try not to burn the whole house down. <laughs> and go with it from there. Marcel, tell the people where they can find you. Um, Untapped IG and Twitter at get... Oh, shit. I'm about to say get so, so sweet. Um... At I am the real Marcel mm-hmm. and Drew. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Andrew Dill. You can find me on Untapped Twitter, Face no Twitter and IG. Untapped Twitter IG Django underscore nerd. Django underscore underscore nerd. Django <laughs> underscore nerd. Hmm. I only had one. Um, <laughs> and then um. Yeah, and then if you have any questions, concerns uh, for diapers and haircuts, email us, dnhpodcast2019 at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, if you want to recommend some beers, if you want to recommend some cigars, or even some please topics, uh, yeah. please go with it from there. Um, just know, like like I said, this potentially like the past three weeks, but like I'm going to really get on the ball with it. Like We, we got a couple emails that I need to answer, and uh, we got I'll more? see you. No, but oh, okay, they're, okay. they're just some that I, I just really feel like I, we need to answer and go with it from there. Yeah. Um, so for uh, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, DNH Podcast. Once again, DNH Podcast. 
like, share, subscribe us. You know, we're going to make this work. Peace, love, and crop circles. Yee yee. I was waiting on you. Oh, Scoop de whoop. Oh, one last thing. We winged the hell out this episode. It was a great episode. All right. Miss you, Los. Yeah, yeah.